Welcome to I Sell the Sign, a podcast about loving all parts of you the messy, the weird, the stubborn, the airy fairy, and creating a magical, joyful, wonderful, all around, full of miracles life here on earth. I'm Abby Hamble. And I'm Fallon Jay. And we're here to help you stop living life the hard way because all parts of you are welcome here. And we're leaving none of you behind. We, we love, love you. you. Let's get started. Let's get started. We are learning new things every day. This is where how miracle miracles unfold. You just have to be open and available to them. <laughs> exactly. You have to also, you ask. When you don't know, you ask. This is true. Oh, gosh. So funny. All right. Um, also feels like a funny um, segue into talking about embodiment because I think it can feel like a really big word and like, uh-huh hard to understand concept but really it's just like acting like the person that you are stepping into like really I don't know fully yeah fully being yeah and I mean I guess we let's just say we started because dive right in yeah um it is and also I look at embodiment as We've got tools. Mm-hmm. So for me, the tool is to be acting as if mm-hmm. to move the energy, right? Like for me, embodiment work is also moving stuck energy or just any energy that wants mm-hmm. to move. Yeah. And then and then all the way to integration, where you really mm-hmm. are that woman. You are you have now become that person. Like you can feel it in your being that you have shifted. And so you are now embodied. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess we get to to talk all through this from like a to z but it is it's such a buzzword in the industry but like what does it actually mean yeah and we're doing it all the time we're doing it all the time in small like big and small ways it's like you know defining by all of the different choices you're making choosing to make choices from your new you know kind of the new thought system that is currently integrating mm-hmm. and stepping away from making decisions from the old ones and one of the things that the best and simplest ways that I've ever that just kind of came to me that I've heard it described as maybe not as I don't even know if they were necessarily talking about embodiment, but that's what it is, um, was at our when I first like got my coaching certification. And I remember one of the women who started that program, she was like, the point of coaching is really to help your clients get to a place like you somehow just become different without realizing like you just wake up one day and you're different. And you're like, oh my God, how did I even get here? But yet I'm I'm this person and I'm making and I just am experiencing all of all of these things differently. And you kind of forget the whole process of getting to that point because now it's just who you are. It's been fully integrated. And then you are just the living embodiment of then all of this work that you've done, all of this inner work. Yes. And it's funny, this conversation has come up quite a bit this week with my clients and with my own mentor that nothing has often changed, yet everything has changed. And the way, and you just said this too, the way in which I think you said the that we experience the world has shifted. Like you wake up and you're different. Things are just different. But a lot of times your outside world isn't all that different. 
right? Like this, like sure, people are going to come in and out as you heal, um, you know, and you vibrate differently, you know, like lower frequency people that you're just no longer and nothing's wrong with them, but you just might not vibe with them anymore. That stuff might change. But a lot of times it's not these grandiose, huge life changes either when you become like this new embodiment, this new version, this new, I've just, everything feels different. I feel different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I think, I think the way you can describe it too is when the same kind of life things happen to you and you respond differently and they don't get to you as deeply or you can let them sort of roll off or just not be like the day ender that maybe they would have been previously. The day ender. Yeah. I know for me, I would get so involved in my emotional waves, you know, in a human design, I'm a Manny Jen, emotional authority. And I read the world and experience the world deeply through my emotional self and learning to embody, embody my emotions in an emotionally intelligent way has been the greatest gift I can give myself because I no longer respond from my emotional self, but I absolutely let all of that move through me. I don't stifle it, repress it, suppress it at mm-hmm. all, but I still respond to, you know, my toxic ex in a different way than I did when I was with them, mm-hmm. right? The response levels are more grounded. I understand I have this deeper self-awareness of, oop, I'm an, and I'll even tell you days, like, I know I'm in an emotional wave. Mm-hmm. I'm in a low right now. And today's not a day to make decisions. <laughs> today's not a day to make decisions in a low or a high. <laughs> yeah. But that is, I am the living embodiment of the work, right? And mm-hmm. so, so many of my tools the last few years have been, and I would even say really the last year and a half, two years deeply have been the the actual moving of my body in a different way Mm -hmm. than just working out and not to minimize working out because I've Mm -hmm. love it. I will always do it. I've always done it. I've always been active um, for me, but dropping into it in a more feminine way, using embodiment tools to become Mm -hmm. embodied. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And even with that, it's like thinking about working out versus movement and actually like instead of working out for a body goal which again nothing against having goals about how you want to look feel all of those things but it's like thinking about all of your like almost in a meditate like in a meditative way picturing all of your muscles all of your cells all of like the oxygen going to your muscles all of these things happening for you and being able to like be in gratitude and appreciation for your body working in all the ways that it's working for you and thinking about it on a, like you're saying, kind of like in a more feminine flow way than just the, the more masculine of like, let's get it done. Let's get this thing done for the day so that I can like check it off my list or so that it can be this, this goal. Um, yes. Goal met. Yeah. And this, and it's simply embodiment is being in your body. I mean, like that's also, it's just also being present. And I Mm -hmm. love like what you said, like present to what your cells are doing and the muscles. And like, we take for granted every single one of us humans that Mm -hmm. breath will bring you back into your body. 
We're always doing it. It's an available miracle right here. Inhale, exhale, because we don't know when we're going to be taking our last one. Mm -hmm. So there's, you know, I think in the feminine world and in the spiritual world and even new agey world, there's a lot of embodiment work that we get to do. And then we become embodied in this new version. And also quite simply, we're just in our body and we're here Mm -hmm. having Mm -hmm. this human journey. Yeah. And there was, um, and I'm going to segue a little bit because it keeps coming to me when we were in our mastermind together. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember you had, we were talking about like moving. I don't know, just, we were going through, I can't remember what it was, but specifically I remember you saying I had to drop in to my body and to my womb and to my yoni. And I had to ask, what do we need? Mm -hmm. And I remember you saying like, I put my hands on my hips and basically you, you just, and I think you needed like to not wear underwear, like not wear panties and just be in a t-shirt. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's because, yes, the specific background story with this Sorry. is because, <laughs> no, no, you. no, no, it's literally because I remember being, I was in the UK and I had only packed, we thought we were only going to be there for like three weeks. We ended up being there for six months. I didn't have a lot of clothing packed with me and there was nothing, like everything that I had was so, um, I don't want to say stifling, but like compressive, you know, it's like I had like leggings and things that were comfortable, like comfortable pants, but there was nothing that made me like, I just was really feeling the call to like, I need to have something loose and flowing and have like a robe where I can just like wear a robe and nothing under, like nothing underneath it, or even shorts, like something that like allowed some air to flow through Mm -hmm. because I felt so like just stifled and like held in and and that was when I was like I think I just need to sit here with like no pants on and no underwear and just like let everything breathe like I need to like let it all breathe yes and that's such that's so beautiful for what you are you your soul Mm -hmm. and your body needed in that moment and not right like that I know for me old me would have been like oh made some made something up you know versus just letting it be okay because I know in my own embodiment practices I make crazy faces I do things that I would have my old self would have been like you're weird get Mm -hmm. it together but it's really dropping out of that head which you did and into like what do I actually need right now yeah like what do you need from me right now what does my body need what what do I want it to feel like And I just wanted to feel free. Like, honestly, that's what it was. Like, the clothing felt so constricting. That's the word I've been looking for. It felt like I just felt constricted in not only the clothing, but just that time of year. It just felt like there was very little light. It was cold. I just, like, wanted to feel free and light and open. Mm -hmm. And just doing something as simple as, like, laying on the bed or walking around with, like, no pants on felt very just felt so open and freeing yeah and and I think this is where like you're saying a lot of these things can feel like when you live in the world that tells you that you need to do certain things and wear certain things and be a certain way and be polite and like a specific version of yourself in the public world then you can look at some of these practices and be like, well, that seems a little bit odd. Like, why did you need to do that? 
And I think a big part of embodiment is the radical acceptance piece of just like taking all of the judgment, suspending your judgment, suspending your beliefs and disbeliefs about what is available. And just simply, like you're saying, being in your body, tuning in, asking yourself, what is it that I actually need right now in this moment? And then letting yourself have it, letting yourself do it, whatever it is, even if it feels weird or crazy or like, why would this even help me? And just letting yourself do it and experience that. I think that's one of the biggest steps. And, And it's like you're saying, like, like with breath, it's something that's always available to us, but is, and is so simple, but is also so powerful. Yes. Yeah. Simple is often powerful. Not always easy, for Mm -hmm. sure. It is not easy to remember to come back to our breath. It's Mm -hmm. not easy to drop out of the head and into the body, but it is simple. Mm -hmm. And I know for me, I reach a resistance with it. I, I know how much First of all, I believe in the wisdom of our bodies. Mm -hmm. I believe our bodies, our vessels are extremely wise in and of themselves. And we get to experience that by being souls in this vessel or however you want to picture it. Um, But many times I don't, I am called to do embodiment work, meaning turning on some music, whether I need to honor my sacred rage or I just need to move because our emotions are always flowing, whether you're an emotional or a non-emotional we experience the world through our feelings and our sensations and they get stuck. They just Mm -hmm. do. And so I will often experience resistance to getting up, turning the music on and moving my body, whether Mm -hmm. it needs to be more aggressive in in, in the sacred rage or more soft and flowy and feminine to honor maybe some sadness or even some just peace and calm. And I use that to not only move the energy through, but then to invite in what it is I desire to feel. So if I'm feeling sacred rage or I'm feeling frustration that something isn't occurring, can I move that? And then can I gently move my body into the feelings of what it would feel like to receive that? Mm -hmm. And because the other side of it feels so liberating and good and I feel lighter, I will experience resistance before I even enter into it of like, I don't need to do that. I don't have time to do that. There's no space for that. I've got this, this, and this to do. I'm fine. It's not going to make a difference. Mm-hmm. So part of this work too is to really watch that self-talk that we're going to, we've talked about this before, how sneaky we are in mm-hmm. talking, ourso- or talking ourselves out of what we most need. Mm-hmm. Yes. And honoring the things that we most need yeah. and like, and letting, letting them be, be a need, like letting ourselves <sighs> even have needs in the first place. That's Yeah. Yeah. To be echoed. Yeah. Yes. Because I mean, gosh, I mean, even as women, especially as women, just even admitting that you have needs can feel like the scariest thing in the world. Because yeah. God forbid we we need something from somebody when we're not just the one giving, giving, giving all the time. And and the saying yes to yourself. I had a girlfriend yesterday who is in constant hustle mode. And going mm-hmm. and saying yes to everybody and but in a more like fierce energy, but also there's just mm-hmm. this she makes it mean, and I love her, but she makes it mean something bad if she's not always doing what she's supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And we had a mom, like long story short, we had a mom's meeting for school last night and she really didn't want to go. And I kept encouraging her, don't go then. 
why yeah. don't, what if you stayed home and you let me give you the notes? We mm -hmm. were there last year. And she was like, I think I'm going to do it. And she did. And she felt so good. And she kept mm -hmm. texting me like, thank you so much for encouraging me to say yes to myself. And mm -hmm. like, yes, because we're not doing anybody any favors if we show up in the energy of, of, of really not wanting to fucking do something and forcing yeah. ourselves to do it because we already have enough of that in life. So mm -hmm. if we can say no to something and yes to ourselves, now she's going to be more embodied mm -hmm. in giving herself permission to give to her first. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And and it's like giving voice, giving voice to those needs in the first place, like what she was doing and you encouraging her because it it's hard to do that in the beginning. And it's something that takes practice to be able to, you know, it's because you can feel yourself not wanting to do these certain things, but then that's when the stories start, the sneaky things like, well, if I don't go, then like maybe somebody will think this about me. Or if I don't go, then like that means that I'm not as involved as, um, or that I'm a bad mother. Like God forbid, like oh, in this go to the, go to the number one, like nuclear option. Yeah. You know, bad mother. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I mean, that's why, like you're saying, it's so important to, it's so important to be able to just bring those, gently bring those out and, and let them be okay. And that's, I think, where the, the acceptance comes in, that it's, it's okay to have needs. It's okay to, and it's necessary to let them come out, let them be heard, and then choose to honor them. Yeah. And your needs get to be your desires too. You know, like, yeah. yes, we, it's easier to give ourselves or start, start at the point where we give ourselves the primal needs, right? Like, okay, I need more rest or I need to sleep in, or I need to take a bath or I need to take a hotter shower. I need to make sure I sit down and eat. Mm -hmm. But then what about the desires of a massage or mm -hmm. a girl's night or yes. dinner with your, you know, like moving into that those get to be needs as well, but maybe in a different way and that you get to say yes to that as well. And we, we know, you and I know, and those many, I mean, many people know, but as you do this embodiment work, this is what helps you change your belief system. This is what mm -hmm. helps you change who you're being. And then one day you wake up embodied. Yeah. In, it's integrated. You're because no longer you going from the knowing to the digesting yeah. You've digested. That is who you are. And you cannot, that feeling is priceless. Yes. Because every day you're making choices that are for your good versus for everybody else's expectations of who they think you should be. And the more you practice that, the more you experience what life gets to be like because of these new choices that you're making, then it just builds and compounds over time. And then you wake up and you're like, literally a whole new person. Whole new person. And, yeah. and life maybe hasn't changed, but you've changed. And now life is magical because you get to experience it in a whole new way. It is. You have a new, a new higher perspective and not higher is better, but higher is feeling better. Mm -hmm. And life really is magic. That is something that mm -hmm. I fully believe in and I fully allow in all the ways in which God, universe, source gets to delight me and I stay open to being delighted. And it might be something as simple as I caught the sunset the other day on the way home from the beach. 
might be something as simple as a butterfly or a dragonfly flying by. Yeah. But you really delight and you're present in your body in these moments. Mm -hmm. And the other thing I would like to add is that, y'all, it is hard work. Mm -hmm. It's hard work. Like we're not going to, Abby and I are not going to be two people that sit here and be like, oh, life becomes magic and you just get to do a couple flittery things here and journal and meditate. And then, oh my God, it's amazing. Like you actually have to put in work in your belief system, in who you're Mm -hmm. being, stay present. But the liberation and the lightness on the other side of this type of hard work versus the hustle showing up to Mm -hmm. all the things you think you need to, that is a different type of hard work not serving you. This is the hard work, the inner work, the soul work. I can tell you need to talk. You have something coming through. No, no. The thing that there's something that's been wanting to come through this whole time. And it's really just a funny, um, it's kind of like a funny anecdote that I wanted to say because it really goes well with this, which have you watched? There's this show on Hulu called Maggie. And it's about this woman who is a psychic and how she basically is, um, I don't know. She sees the future with this one guy, sees herself like marrying him. And then it's, she gets different pieces of the vision every time. So she's always confused about like which way, how to move forward and blah, blah, blah. But her best friend, the best friend character, um, they're going through some old books and it's some self-help, you know, personal growth book. And she's like, man, I really just I really love like the old self-help books where it just tells you to like change your personality. Now it's just <laughs> telling me like to honor myself. And I'm like, what does that even mean? <laughs> and I was like, and then I was like, oh God, how often do I say this? Am I becoming a cliche? But <laughs> but it's so true. Like it's not about just changing your personality and becoming different. It's about looking at all of the pieces, all of the parts and letting them all let in all of the needs and all of the desires that live within you and letting them all be seen and be witnessed and choosing them and letting them all be okay. Letting them lead you to what you actually want to be, want to experience. Yeah. And And that shit ain't ain't for the faint of heart. It's showing. Yeah. And my favorite saying that came through one day is leave none of you behind. It's Mm -hmm. taking all of you with you. But that doesn't mean bringing all the heavy luggage and baggage that isn't serving you. It's being present to all that you are in this moment and what's coming up and how you feel. And I, the honoring yourself, I had a client, Anna, once, and she was like, Fallon, I don't get the honoring yourself. Can we just say respecting? Like respect works for me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, we can use whatever terminology is going to resonate. And so with mm-hmm. her, I would be like, this is, you know, respecting your emotions, mm-hmm. respecting what's coming up right now, respecting, you know, the the, bo- the body and, and what it needs. Mm-hmm. And it may not be another CrossFit workout, you know, and because mm-hmm. I come from a CrossFit background, it might be some yin yoga where you sit in a long pose and mm-hmm. see who you are and become one with that and release those emotions. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. We had to we have to often shift words so that they work for us. And mm-hmm. so honoring is it's a form of respect for yourself. I like that respect. I think that would yeah. definitely land with a lot of people mm-hmm. because honoring can feel it can feel kind of like, I don't know, just um, la la la. Like, ooh, I'm going to honor myself today and do something or, yeah, or princessy or yeah. Yeah, it might not always land with everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, if you can respect yourself, if you can respect your needs and your desires that are coming up and your emotions and let them all be okay, like that's exactly, exactly it. And respect where you came from and what the how your old belief system got you to where you are now. And mm-hmm. then also it is no longer working now. So we say it's not serving you. Mm-hmm. Meaning it's just not working anymore. Not working for you now. It it did great. That it that, got, that it operating. Got you here. Yeah. It's like that train got you to the station and now you get to take this other train to get to the next station. And that's cool. And you this, can you can hop off and hop on something else. Yeah. And this next train is going to feel less in survival. It's going to feel more in belief of yourself, respect for yourself, love for yourself, more full of vision of where you're going. You know, the, this train is decorated so differently yeah. and feels differently than it's the have old air conditioning. Oh it's my gosh. It's going to have your seats. It's going to have a better view. It's going to be a smoother ride. A butler not be that- like flying off the tracks. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Right. The old ones flying off the tracks, just trying to get you there. <laughs> this one got the this train. You this train is going to have premium meals <laughs> of whatever you want. Yes. Like, this is the new belief system that you're creating by yeah. getting off the old, the old train. Flight. You might even have a private car. Like, we don't know. We don't whatever know. Whatever you want. Whatever. You can have <laughs> chandeliers on this train. You yeah. can have them. What is it? The panoramic sunroof on this train. Yeah. Ooh, that's Whatever. Nice. That I want to go on this train. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a journey. Yes. To go along with the train theme. Yeah. What a journey. What a journey. I didn't even mean to do that. <laughs> oh, is there anything else we want to give them about embodiment and integration of who they're becoming and being and I think just the practical advice or the practical um, nudge to, as always, start listening and paying attention to the things that are coming up, the little voices telling you what you might need or what might be different or what might really feel good oh. or what, on the converse, what might really feel like shit that you don't want to do. <laughs> And let yourself admit that and then not do it or choose something different. Choose something that feels better. Yes. And I'm always of discernment. Is this resistance the type of resistance that is going to serve me? So I need to do it any, like, I I know I feel like this is something, there's something on the other side of this. I need to do this. Or this genuinely feels like shit. Like Mm -hmm. my friend going to this mom's meeting. I don't mm-hmm. want to fucking do it. Mm-hmm. And then don't do it. Right. But being really honest in your body, uh, because that we can use it as a scapegoat. But that, and I would say too, when you're integrating all of your work, it is not uncommon to get really tired. Mm-hmm. It, it is not uncommon to need a lot of rest, drink a lot of water. Like just the, like you said, the practical stuff too. Mm. of really taking care of yourself. And if you're tired, rest, because we integrate a lot when we sleep or when we have that downtime or that unplugged time where it's mindless and you're watching a show that just feels, I mean, you're so good. Like Abby has a plethora of Hulu shows she can give you that are easy watches Mm -hmm. that like feel so good to just move through a couple seasons. Mm -hmm. Like what was the one you gave me type, the bowl type? 
Yeah, the bull type. Yeah. 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 So go ahead. I no, I was just gonna say, like you mentioned you're a, a manigen. I am a I am a projector. So we need this girl needs a lot of rest. <laughs> yes. So yeah. I love finding the shows, just like you're saying, during integration, during these things, and finding finding um like that's actually a good example with shows. Like there are certain shows for me. Like I told you about Euphoria, like why I just, I'm like, no, I'm not going to watch it. That feels intense. That feels like something that's going to really activate my nervous system. It does. Yes, it does. And even if it's really good, I'm like, no, I don't really want to have that experience. And so I just choose not to. Yes. And just reminding everybody, all of the listeners that you get to do that and you don't have to make an excuse or, you know, like to other people, um, like another thing too, that people always, they'll, my friends will make fun of me for is if I rewatch a show or if I'm watching a show for the first time and there's like a storyline that doesn't, ex- that doesn't excite me. I just fast forward through those storylines and I just watch the ones that I like I because I'm it. like, this is my time and I get to spend my time how I want. I get to experience the parts of it that I want. And yes, and I don't. And who cares? It's my life. I get to choose. Well, and that's such a testament to how we can try to follow the rules, even when we're trying to relax and rest and and just let ourselves be. There's mm-hmm. still we make rules around like you should watch the whole show, and yeah. it's like oh, you're letting your little inner rebel out. I'd be like, no, I don't actually have to watch the whole show. I don't care about this storyline. So story moving line. on, fast yeah. forward. This is the this beautiful is, thing about being able to binge shows, <laughs> and this is for me. This is my time. This is my time. Feels. Yes, I love it. I love it. One of my go-to shows since we were just talking about it is New Girl. I just can mm, watch it. New it's Girl. my go-to for years now. Never um, fast-forwarding through any of those storylines. I don't either. Yeah, you laugh. You just mm-hmm. yeah, it, you feel lighter. Yeah. Should we do another episode on all the shows we like? All the shows, but like these are all my top recommendations for shows Wait. that will make you feel good. Yes, and won't. You know, it's a it's the easy the easy watching show that will just really brighten your day. Yes, when you're needing a break from the inner work and from life and all of that. Yes, yes, exactly. Well, follow Abby and I. Yes, Instagram, Facebook, Fallon J, Fallon double underscore J on Instagram. What is yours, Abby? At and Abby. mine is just my name at Abby Hamble. Okay, I could not to be this. confused with the bot account that has three L's versus two. That, that one is fake. Still- is it still, still up? It's still up. Oh yeah. my goodness! Who I'm knows? Sorry. Get on that. I know. Yeah, not not the bot account. Yeah, but share with us your favorite, like embodiment tools or work, or even when you have first woken up to this new version of you and realizing what that felt like and what that was like for you being embodied in all the work that you've done, and and if you're on the road to embodiment, how we can support you and or mm-hmm. share stories and. We love yes. to hear all of it. And let us know how you are choosing yourself today and testing yes. your needs and your desires. And let us know because we love to hear it. We do. Tag us both. We love you. We love you. Next week. See you next week. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you loved this episode, write us a review and let us know. See you next week. And until then, Here's to loving all parts of you.
and leaving none of you behind.